This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Welcome to everyone that's just tuned into Radio K Pulpit. This is Alana Willif here with my program called Body Matters. And I will be your host for the next hour. I know it's the final stretch of the year and it's nearly holidays. And I know you must all be excited to just wind down a little bit. And today I was talking, or we're going to be talking about the topic of praying for our children. And I thought, you know, during the holidays, it's such a a time where, you know, our kids are doing many things. And I I just believe that praying is so powerful. So today I have Jelaine Marie in the studio. She's also an author. And we're going to talk about, as I said, praying for our children. And And I believe as parents, it's so important to cover our children in prayer. And especially during this festive season. So Jelaine is going to share with us her journey of prayer and she has a Facebook group here, Jelaine, called Praying for Our Children Without Seizing. So welcome Jelaine. Thank you. It's so nice to have you in the studio. And um, Jelaine, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know um, you haven't been on radio before. This is your first time. And um, I know you're going to do great. So share with us a little bit about who you are. So I live in Fishuk with my husband. And we have four teenagers from age 14 to 19. Um, and. Um, yeah, we have been living there for quite a while, um, started homeschooling when we were there, and it's been a wonderful journey, um, lovely way to get to know your kids in an even deeper way than if you had to send them to school, um, and also, yeah, just investing into them, discipling mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah, so that's that's my family, and um, I come from a dance background, I had a Christian dance school, and... Um, have took a break while I had kids um, and the Lord slowly opened up doors again for me in that area. Um, yeah, and that's taken me on a completely different journey in the last two years. So, yeah, it's very interesting to see how God takes us on those journeys. It's so nice because I remember you way back. I know Jelaine from way back many years ago. We were actually chatting, I think the last time was two thousand and. I think it was six or, or so. And I remember Jelaine having her dance school and it was so amazing. It was a prophetic dance school at that stage. So Jelaine, I know that you have in the meantime done so many things and you've also um, written some books. Yes. So tell us a little bit about the books that you've written. Um, well, I wrote my first book last year. Um, the what happened was during COVID, the Lord gave me a picture of South Africa with chains breaking and he told me to draw it. Sure. And so I drew the picture and I said to him, well, what now? Must I put it on my wall? What must I do? It was mm. on a scrap piece of paper wow. because I just felt I had to get this picture out. Yes. And um, he told me, I'll oh, just share it with your friends. So I did. And my one friend said, please make it public on Facebook so I can share it too. Um, and wow. then he started to give me pictures to pray over South Africa through COVID and um, over South Africa, over what's happening, what's mm. happening in the world and, um, and just share it. So I started a, a Facebook page back then called Expressions of Prayer and Worship. And um, I was asked to do a prayer journaling workshop 
in June, June, July last year. uh, And I took Psalm 91 as this, as the scripture that we would Mm. journal. Little knowing that a few days later on the 1st of July, the Lord gave me Psalm 91 verse 1 and he gave me the picture and he said, draw it. So I drew it and I shared the word he gave me. The next day he gave me the next verse and the next verse. And then I realized, okay, he wants me to do all of them. So for Mm. 16 days, I did that. And in the process of sharing this, one of my friends who is an author, has been an author for many years, said she just saw this picture of me taking those drawings and putting them into a book. And I was like, yeah, wow. yeah, <laughs> I support the authors. I'm not yes. the author. Anyway, and she came back to me again and she said, I really keep seeing this picture of you. Sure. So um, I spoke to my friend Anneline from Ciela. Um I'm, a, I'm an amb- ambassador for Ciela. And um, help authors to, who self-publish mm. to promote their books. And I said, to her, "What do you think?" And she said, "This is such an our word. Yes, let's wow. do this." And so, in November last year, I published my first book called "Protected: Living Psalm 91," with the pictures and the messages God gave me, and a prayer at the e- end of each one. So it's almost like a mini devotional. Sure. And I've got it right in front of me. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's Thank so you. nice. It looks like a nice, easy reading, easy reading book. Yes. Sure. And uh, you've also got some, some children's books that, that I see you've, you've got out. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yes. So I just launched Psalm 91. And the Lord started to give me pictures for the armor of God, Ephesians mm. 6, verse 10, verses 10 to um, 18. And he gave me my second book. And when I was in the process of publishing that book, I really felt in my heart it would be lovely to have a a coloring in book for children on the armor of God because children need to know what the armor of God is. Mm. And we grew up learning about that. So I also, again, spoke to my friend at CLA and she said, yes, that's amazing. So I simplified the drawings and we published that in May of this year. Um, and then the need for children's books in other languages yes, is so great beautiful. in South Africa. So we have one of our authors at CLA is uh, Zulu speaking and she translated the armor of God into Zulu. Wow. And See, this is amazing. Yes. And Afrikaans. Sure. So, so we have two coloring in books. Mm. Yeah. And I think there's such a great need for children to actually yes. get to know the word of God. And what I love is the pictures. They're so simple and they can relate to it and they'll remember it. I can color it in as they're learning. So yes. yeah, these are great books. Yes. And you've also just launched a, a new book. Yeah, just yes. a, a few weeks Hot ago. Press. Last <laughs> week. <laughs> Last week. Well done. And yeah, is that overcoming possessing the land? Yes. Do you want to just share quickly in, in a nutshell just what this book is about? Yeah, so it's about the seven nations that the Israelites had to overcome to possess their promised land. Wow. But it's going deeper into it is the spirits behind those nations and how those spirits are still active today mm-hmm. and in our own lives, how we can recognize those spirits and deal with them. So there's also a prayer at the end of each chapter yes. dealing with that and yeah, so that you can live a life of overcoming. 
This is so awesome. Okay, so I'm sitting here in the studio with all these books, and I see there's one more, and that is Victorious. Yes. And how did you come about doing Victorious? So it was the same. That was my second book. Okay. The same as Psalm 91. Okay. um, Also has pictures in. And um, the armor of God is also something that I have... um, known about since I was young. Um, so you know Kerbis Tron? Yes. He was my youth leader. Okay. When he's I was my, he's our head pastor in our church, yes. <laughs> and um, we were taught about the armor of God yes. in our youth and how to put on that God's mm. armor daily. And um, so that has been a very important part of my journey, journey. with God mm. as well and knowing who I am in him. Yes. So that's what's this book is about. It's called Victorious, yes. so that we can live victoriously. Amen. Oh, this is so beautiful. But we'll share your details later for those of you who'd like to order the books or just get in touch with Jelaine. She will give her details at the end of the program. But Jelaine, let's get back to praying for our children. How did you, how did the Facebook page Praying for Our Children Without Seizing start? Okay, so first I'd like to share a thread about how prayer is important in my life. Mm. I come from a heritage of missionaries um, on both paternal grandparents' side. Um, their families came out to South Africa as or Africa as missionaries, uh, one lot from Germany and the other from Switzerland and France. Um, and so their heart was to to teach the people that lived here, the indigenous people, about God. And um, my grandmother, who passed away when she was 98, was a prayer warrior to the day she died. She lost her hearing. She couldn't see properly. But she would sit in her chair with her little blanket over her knee. I have her blanket now. And she would pray. We went to Mm -hmm. visit her for her 95th birthday and walked in, and she was talking to Jesus. It was really precious. My parents are also prayer warriors and taught us how to pray. And then back to my youth group with Curvis, we used to have, we used to fast and then do all night prayer meetings and then go out on the streets and do soul winning. So that, and then Friday morning prayer meetings at church that we used to take part in. Yeah, that was, that I think was the foundation for prayer in Mm. my life. As a a child, I would walk to my music lessons talking to Jesus. I probably looked weird walking down the road talking. (laughs) Don't worry, I think a lot of us do. (laughs) But um, yeah, so that's what I used to do. Mm. And that was, for me, that was part of it. And the Lord has obviously woven that into my dance ministry as Mm. well. I do a lot of intercessory dance as well. Um, And then when I was um, married, a friend of mine, you know Anneli, Wisthazen. Yes. She, she she fell pregnant a year before me and she was saying to me, somebody had given her this book to pray over her unborn child, mm. prayers to pray over your un, unborn child. Is that and the Stormia Martin one? I'm not sure. Power of a Praying Mother. No. It's oh, some, okay. Something, something even before okay. that. Okay. Yes. And, um, and I thought, well, that's amazing. Mm. And um, when I fell pregnant a year later, um, she didn't have the book anymore, but I thought, well, this is amazing. I'm going to do this. And I yes. wrote out prayers. And every day I'd pray, hold my hand on my, on my stomach, mm. and I would speak to my baby and pray over over him. And I did that with each of my sure. pregnancies. Um, 
And then when he was about, oh, he was a newborn, a few days old, the Lord really impressed on my heart to lay my hand on his head at night and to speak the ironic blessing over him. Mm. The Lord bless you and keep, keep you. you. Wow, beautiful. And I've done that with all of my children right up into their teen years. Sure. And um, the other day, or well, a few months ago, my dad grabbed me in his arms one day and he prayed that over me. And I was just so aware of the... Um, the impact. anointing and the impact wow. on me. And I thought, I wonder if my children actually realize the impact mm. of that on their lives and mm. the preciousness of having a blessing spoken over you on a daily basis. Jelaine, mm. that's so beautiful because as I listen to you, I'm so stirred in my spirit again. I, I also, from from the day my children were born, even before, I will say, I don't think there's a day that's gone by that I haven't prayed for them. Wonderful. And um, so I know how powerful that is, just, just to protect them and to pray for them. And I think the seeds that we have sown then. Yes. Will flourish now because our words are seeds. Every time you pray, it's seeds that you plant yes. in their lives. And I think that, that is so beautiful. Yes, it is. Yeah, definitely. We sow those seeds in the spirit mm. realm. And even if we don't see the results now, no. or maybe even a bit later on, those seeds are there. They are yes. there and they are growing and they will bear fruit. Yes, definitely. That is so powerful. So how did the Facebook page all come about from there then? Was it something that was so laid on your it was so embedded in you already, the praying for the for, for children. Yes. So we had a, a a lovely holiday in New Zealand at the end of 2017 into January 2018. We went to visit um, my husband's family there. And um, they asked me if I would minister to the ladies in their connect group. Mm. Um, so one of the things that um, I had ministered to one of my dance groups, not too long before that was the whole concept of waiting on God mm. um, one of the Hebrew words for wait means to plat sure. so you're not just sitting waiting and thinking when is this happening what's happening I'm waiting on God I'm not seeing anything I'm not hearing anything you're actually physically not physically yes, but in the spirit active. realm you're actually doing something yes. and that something is there's, there were three threads God told me to get, a blue thread, a red thread, and a brown thread. So the brown thread is humanity, so that represents me. The red thread is the blood of Jesus, mm. and the blue is the Holy Spirit. Wow. So while we are waiting, we are praying. We are mm. waiting and praying, and we are trusting God for our answers. And, um, and he told me to get them each a key. And wow. I thought, well, I don't understand what the key is, but I took the key. And while I was ministering to them, the, we had been talking about children. Um, New Zealand is a lovely country, but there's they've got the highest um, depression rates among young mm, people sure. in the world, one of them. And, um, and obviously there's that concern for their children there. And so we started to pray for one another's children, and the Lord said to me, that's the key. The wow. key is to pray for yes. our children. And so we formed a WhatsApp group to support one another, me from South Africa and them in New Zealand. And from there, I have a ladies' dance group that um, we get together every fortnight, and I shared it with them. And I thought, well, I can't have like two WhatsApp groups. I'm going to, how many WhatsApp groups can mm -hmm. you have? Combine, you know. <laughs> and um, and then I felt led to start a, 
um, the Facebook um, group called yes. Praying for Our Children with Art CC wow. to encourage. So it started off with me and my friends and um, people started to join. It yes. was a private group because yeah, you had it's pers- yeah, it was personal. And when it came to the point of changing from private to public, the Lord very clearly said to me, I must keep it private. Um, so I've had a lot of requests. Please, can you make these public? And um, and I can't. I can't anymore. Mm. Facebook won't let me. But mm. the Lord has. It's You know, sometimes somebody will share a prayer request on the group. Mm. Um, or sometimes somebody will share something. And it's yes, important and it's that personal, it's. And it's safe. Yeah. So I, there's people there. There's grandparents. There's dads. There's moms on the group. Mm. And. Um, yeah, they share, and you can. There is a way to share on Facebook yes. anyway, if it's a private group, and um, so so yeah. So we have that understanding that this is a safe place, and okay. if there's a question, we answer it within hmm. the context of that. So you you obviously know everybody on the group. No, I you don't. don't. You don't. Okay. People are inviting their friends and their oh, okay. neighbors. But it's people who know people. It's people who know people. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it is vetted because I have had people wanting to join the group that yes. are clearly not. Parents, or that's not their their interest in yes. life, <laughs> you know. Okay, so you are very cautious, you know, yes. to a certain extent of who is allowed on the group or not. Yes. Okay, yes. No, and I think that makes sense for protection and for privacy. And I think that's a great idea for anybody out there who'd want to start their own, yeah, yes. something like that. That is absolutely beautiful. But let's take a short break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Welcome back. This is Alana Willifee, and you've just tuned into Body Matters. And I'm chatting to Jelaine Marie, and we're talking about the importance of praying for our children. So, Jelaine, how should we pray for our children? I think that's a very important question. There are four things that are very important when praying for our children. The first thing Mm. is to pray according to the Word of God. The second is to declare God's word over our children and speak petitions over them or pray petitions over them. We all know what a petition is. We or sign declaration. Pe- yes. Well, we sign petitions, don't we, for the government's uh, policies, etc. And um, we can petition on behalf of our children because I don't know if you've heard of the courtrooms of heaven. But yes. um, God is our judge. The, the enemy is our accuser. And he accuses us before the throne of God. He mm. accuses our children before the throne of God. And mm. so it's important to know um, how to petition God on behalf of our children. And it all comes back to the word. Okay. But you will, will you share a little bit about the courts? I can. Just, just briefly, how, how can we petition in courts for our children? Well, first of all, you need to know the Constitution, and the Bible is our Constitution. Yes, that's right. So the Bible tells us that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And we know that he's the father of lies, Mm. and he speaks lies over us. So he will tell you you are worthless, but the Bible says that you are precious, you are God's treasure. And he will... Um, knock you on areas where your weaknesses are or maybe where you have messed up or, or sinned. sinned. Mm. And um, But we have access to the grace of God mm. because of the blood of Jesus. And so when we go before God, we can go before him and we say, Father, I come, I plead the blood of Jesus over myself. I take your word and we speak God's word back to him. We share with him what mm. we read in his word. Mm. Jesus is our 
attorney, if you want to yes. call him that, our lawyer, and he stands next to us. And everything we say according to the word he agrees with. Mm. And when they agree, the enemy cannot lie to us anymore. Mm. And so that's how we petition before the courts of okay. heaven. Just so that to, to clarify yes. that, how do you do that? It's a, quite a deep subject. So Yes, I know that could be a whole, um, <laughs> a whole different talk. Yes, definitely. Yes. Um, so let's go back. So it's praying the word petitioning the word, knock and keep on knocking and plead the blood of Jesus. So what does it mean to pray according to the word? So not so long ago, the Lord spoke to me very clearly about releasing my children to him in prayer. So often Mm. we pray from a place of fear, not faith. And when we pray, our prayers are all Please protect them, and which is great. We do want Mm. God to protect them, but we're coming from an attitude I don't want to say an attitude, but from a place of fear rather than a place of faith. So um, when I release them to him, I say, God, this is what your word says. This is my child. Please Mm. will you do what you need to do? Because Mm. we're so good at telling God how to fix things Mm. or jumping in and trying to fix it ourselves Mm. when we've asked him to do something. That's true. Um, So the question is, how can you recognize the difference between the two? So fear worry, concern, uh, you can give it any name you want to, um, doesn't come from God. It comes from the enemy. And his plan, as I said earlier, is to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm. If he can get you so focused on his plan and your eyes off the word of God and the truth of what God said, then he's stolen your faith. Mm. And then you're praying from that place of fear, you know, worry, doubts. Mm. When Jesus was tempted by the devil, we read in Matthew 4, he came back with the word of God. Yes. Every time the devil said, um, you can turn these stones into bread, he said, man shall not live by bread mm-hmm. alone. That is written in the books of Moses. Yes. He came back with the word. So if Jesus had to do that, how much more shouldn't we? Yes. Very powerful. Yes. So the word of God is our sword. The Bible mm. tells us it's a sword. It divides between the soul and the spirit. Mm. So this means it distinguishes between what what comes from the soul and what comes from the spirit. Mm. And you can see very clearly when you take God's word and you read it, whether you're, you're coming from a place of fear yes. or the soul or a place of faith, the spirit. Yes. That's very beautifully put. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so tell us, um, what does it mean to declare God's word of your children? So I'm going to go back to something a little bit more personal before I had children. Mm. Um, I, about 25 years ago, I went through burnout and, and had t- these severe anxiety attacks. Mm. Went to see the doctor and he put me on some antidepressants. And, um, but I hated it. I felt yes. so zoned out. I was like really mm. booked off work and I couldn't function. And I was praying, and the Lord said to me, I'll give you some medicine if you're willing to take it. I said, Lord, anything you give me, I'll take it. And he said to me, I must write out all the scriptures I can find on peace. Sure. And I didn't have a computer then, so I literally wrote them all out. I took the Strong's Concordance, and I wrote out about 20 pages worth. And then he said to me, now you you speak them out loud. Whenever you feel the anxiety Mm. coming, because you can feel it coming, you start speaking the word of God over yourself. And in the beginning, I had to read those 20 pages about two or three times before I felt the peace. Yes. I had to go back to the doctor two weeks later. By the time I went back to the doctor, I would start the prayers or 
not the prayers. I suppose they were prayers in yes, a sense. it's the words, the yes. promises of God. Yes. I would start speaking those scriptures and the peace would come immediately. Mm. So when I said to the doctor, I don't want to be on the medicine anymore, you can take me off. He looked at me and he said to me, I think you've misdiagnosed yourself, which was very funny. Yes. But um, but it was just it just showed me the power mm. of using the word of God. And yes. so I have learned that when we pray and we pray God's word, that there's power in that mm. because his word is active and alive. Yes. And his word never comes back void mm. or empty of fulfilling that which it has yes. been sent forth to fulfill. Yes, that word, that seed. Yes. That's so powerful because I know the word of God is, you know, every time we speak the word of God, we actually prophesy. Yes. You know, we declare yes. in the spiritual realm, we do spiritual warfare, like you said. And I remember being sick once, and I know it's not f like a anxiety or anything physically ill. And... The Lord said to me, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word of God. Yeah. And so it's not just the physical bread, the medicine, the physical things that we do in the spirit that keeps us alive and healthy. It's the word of God yes. that keeps us healthy and alive. So if you want to live, you know, man shall not live, then it's the word of God yes. and what we do physically. So the word of God keeps us, mm. sustains us. Um, and that's so beautiful. Yes. And yes. Um, yeah. So if you don't know how to pray, say something happens to your child or there's some issue in your family and you don't know how to pray, go to God's word. Ask yes. him to give you a scripture and then you pray that scripture over them. Mm. Um, a lovely, one of my favorite ones is in Isaiah 54 verse 13. It says, all your children will be taught by the Lord, and great will be the peace of your children. Amen. Love it. Yes, I've spoken that over them many times. And tell me, um, what does it mean to declare? You were talking about declaring the word of God over your children. How do we do that? It's to speak God's word over them, to announce into mm. the atmosphere. You know, our words are powerful, but mm. there's... There's stuff that happens in the spirit that we mm. can't see with our natural eyes. And mm. as we declare God's word, um, the angelic host jumps into That's action. True. And the spirit of God, it gives um, an opening for the spirit of God to move in, in their mm. lives. Um, so that's what we do is we speak out loud. You have to speak it out loud. Yes. You can't declare something in your heart. Yes, A declaration is something you... You and speak. you have to prophesy because yes. word has power. And I love that. And also I love what you sang and it just reminded me again of that scripture. Every time we speak the word of God, it sets the angels to work. They only yes. they only go about doing the word of God. Yes. So when you speak it out, and that reminds me of Daniel again, <laughs> where Daniel was praying. Yes. You know, and then the angel was said he was held up, but he had to come and fulfill what the prayer was, the prayer request. So yes. just to remind us that the, our words are so powerful, like you said. Yes. You know, declaring the word of God, it's the truth. It's, yes. it's alive because God is the word. Amen. Um, so just on the points of what you're sharing with Daniel, um, I had a very interesting thing that the Lord had me do um, in uh, December 2018. My daughter was turning 13 in January and the Lord spoke to me the mo one morning and he said to me, you're going to spend the next 
every day for the next, until her birthday, I didn't know how long it was, um, praying for her. And I will show you what to pray over her life. Wow. Because we do like a, a bar mitzvah kind of thing where mm-hmm. we release our children into adulthood at 13 yes. and pray God's blessing. And it goes from us leading them to them walking beside us and we coach them into adulthood. Mm. And... Um, I didn't know how long it was, and I took out my calendar, and I looked at it, and it was exactly 21 days to her wow. birthday. That's like the, a fast. is <laughs> fast. Yes, and that's exactly what happened. Mm. So every day he gave me something specific to pray over her life and to declare over her life. Yes. Um, and then I've done that since for each of my other children also, 21 days of praying into their lives because every child has different um not issues, but different things they face, Yes, different things they have to fight, different uh, things they need to overcome in life. Mm. And they've got different personalities and temperaments. Yes. Um, yeah. And that's all for their purpose. God exactly. placed it there because each and every one of our children have a different purpose to fulfill yes. in their lives. Yes. And why should we, I know you've mentioned knock and keep on knocking. Yes. You know, that persistent Pray. Yes. Why is Very that so impo- important? Very important. So um, I want to share a little extract from my book, Victorious, okay. with you. Um, and then, yeah, and then I'll share a little bit more on that. It's, um, let me see. I learned a valuable lesson about persistent prayer a few years ago when I was trusting for physical healing. Mm. At some point, I had been taught in church and actually believed that if you pray, you only have to ask once because God hears you the first time. And then you need to trust him and thank him for the answer after that. So my understanding based on that was that praying the same thing over and over, which I had done before, Mm. um, was uh, showing a lack of faith on my part. At that time of my need for healing, I realized that my faith was weak and fear was constantly knocking at my door Mm. because I didn't know what was wrong with me. So I listened to some teachings on healing and I came to the realization that I needed to battle through this and particularly overcome the fear of what if. The Lord told me that although he does hear me the first time I pray, I need to hear myself and I need to build my faith to believe what his word says. Mm. So the repetition is not for his benefit, but for mine. Therefore, it is important to pray about the same things continually until we receive the answers. Ask and keep on asking, Mm. knock and keep on knocking. So I wrote out the healing prayer and the healing scriptures, and I read them out loud over and over, especially Mm. when the fear was overwhelming. In the beginning, I read them like you take medicine three times a day, and I received my healing as my faith grew. Awesome. And that reminds me of that scripture. They say say faith comes from hearing the word of God. And the more you hear the word of God, as you spoke it out loud, the more your faith grew. Because it takes faith like a mustard seed for a miracle to happen. And and I believe that is why we need to repeat it. And can I just add to that? Because it just reminded me of that story in the Bible. And and I don't know where it is right now, but where... um, this woman went an unjust judge. You know yes, that story. Yes. And um, so this lady goes and she, I think there was something that she wanted to be made right. So she would go to this judge and this judge, the Bible says, didn't serve God, didn't like people. And 
this woman came and she nagged him basically every single mm-hmm. day she went to the judge and she nagged him and nagged him and nagged him. And eventually he just gave her what she wanted to. And God says, well, I not give to you yes. who ask me and, and continuously ask me, mm-hmm. you know, well, I, who is a good God, not give you what you want. And then he says to the disciples, keep praying. Mm. Never stop ceasing to pray continuously. Just pray. And that is for me. Keep on knocking all the time. And so I I believe that's what you're saying. Yes. So one of the things the Lord showed me when I was writing my Mm. book, Victorious, um, I mentioned that when we learned about the armor of God when I was younger, I always used to think, why? Why do we only have one weapon? We've got all this armor and one weapon, the word of God. And while I was doing the study, the Lord said to me, no, there's two weapons. Read it again. Prayer is the other weapon. Wow, yes. Never cease praying. Yes. So prayer is like the battering ram. You know, Mm. the armies would go with their battering ram and Mm. they would batter the wall until the wall gave in. Mm. That's what we do when we pray without ceasing and repeating our prayers. Every time you pray, you're making another knock in the wall. Mm. So you're knocking and keeping on knocking um, in a different way. So Jesus has also overcome everything already. When he, mm. The Bible says in Colossians 2, then Jesus made a public, specta- public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. They've already lost that power. Mm. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. That's the Passion Translation. So all we need to do, the enemy's already defeated, is we need to push back because he comes with lies. Mm. He makes us believe that he is more powerful than he is. But he's already lost. Mm. So as we realize that and as we speak and live and pray in faith, so we will see the victory. That is so beautiful. Um, you know, it's just also just reminds me of praying and I, I know it's just <laughs> something that my family does, um, you know, in the morning when I take my kids to oh, school yeah. and we get into that car, that's our prayer time and I've got a, a captive audience. <laughs> yes. I've got all four kids and we'll drop each other off and you know the day that I might just forget they actually say, who's praying first? That's amazing. So we pray. And I, I just believe also, for me, it's so powerful to start your day off with prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, that's our time. And and I know I've shared this so many times on radio, but then every child will pray. We pray. We put the armor of God on. We pray for what lies ahead for the day. If someone's got an exam on or this one has to go do something, then everybody has a turn to pray. And that is just something that... Um, you know, we, I just started, I don't know how it started, but we just, there's not a day that I dropped in. Now I've got two kids, the other two's out. But even when the other two get in and, you know, we're still in our prayer mode. And I just believe it's so powerful and so beautiful. Very. And I remember I started it and the one day Jacques, my husband, had to take them to school. They looked at him and said, Daddy, aren't you going to pray for us? He was like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so now mom prays for us every morning. And it's so funny that he also, now when they get into the car, he also knows this is, the, this is how we do it in the morning. So, yeah, that's just a practical example, yes. you know, of how we can maybe start the day off yes. just praying for our kids. So, Jelaine, what is significant of pleading the blood of Jesus of our children? 
I just want to go back to what you just mentioned now before I share on that. Yes. Um, is what we instituted in is to have Bible time in the evenings with our family. So I, because I homeschooled my children, every mm. morning we started with Bible time and prayer. And in the evenings we, we still have family oh, devotion. So we will read something and then each person has an opportunity to pray. And that is also something... You, you need to develop that culture in your yes. family. Like you have your culture of praying on to begin the day. Yes. Um, that's so important because that that is what's going to carry them into their adulthood. Mm. That is something that they're going to remember and that's something that they can pass on to their children yes. one day. Very important. So um, as far as pleading the blood of Jesus mm. goes, sure, the blood of Jesus is so powerful. If you read the Bible... That was God's plan from from before Adam and Eve fell. He knew they were going to fall. And the first thing he did was he sacrificed an animal and he gave them the skin of that animal as clothing. And as we look through the Bible, we see the significance of how the children of Israel had to implement sacrifices into their worship. Mm. And eventually David had this amazing revelation that God doesn't actually require the sacrifices. He's actually looking for our hearts to change. Um, So when Jesus came, Jesus was a fulfillment of all of that. Mm. He was the final sacrifice. And after that, there's no more need for sacrifice. The power of the blood of Jesus, every drop that was shed was for us, for healing, for deliverance, for salvation, for protection. And uh, a few years ago, I was listening to a talk by Billy Brim. Um, She was talking about she's got some books on the blood of Jesus and the, the importance of that and the importance of communion. And she shared about praying, pleading the blood over her family. And she said, I plead the blood over my house, over my mm. children, over our vehicles, that when we travel, we're safe on the road. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. And mm. so I started doing that. So I have a prayer that I pray also over my family every morning, plead mm. the blood of Jesus. Um, I've got my book with me. I actually have a prayer book because I've written out so many prayers. Sure. Um And the Bible says in Revelation 12, they overcame him, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Amen. So when we share our testimony of what the blood has done in our lives and how God has set us free, healed us, delivered us, that is a powerful message. It's the most powerful message Mm. that you can share. Yeah, that is so beautiful. And just, just in a nutshell, I mean, just praying for our kids. There's so many times, you know, where I, I just, God will lay something in my heart to pray for my children at that moment or at that time. And actually, when you do pray for them, and then you see, wow, how God had actually come through for you. Mm-hmm. You know, as you said, overcome by the blood of the lamb and their testimonies. So I just want to share quickly a brief story where um, I know that my son, I had a dream. Actually, God spoke to me in a dream about him and going on a camp. And this whole camp is on fire and my, my child's in this fire. So I wake up and I, first of all, start praying. And I said, God, what do I need to pray for? Mm-hmm. And and um, so I put it on the shelf and I, I prayed for it. And I said, God, if, if, if I need to, if there's anything specific, because God speaks to me through dreams, let me pray for that. Mm-hmm. And I just remember about three months down the line, someone invited him to go on a camp. So obviously, first thing, camp comes to mind. And I said to my son, come here before you go on the camp. 
I'm going to lay hands on you. I'm going to anoint you. I'm going to pray for you. And so, and he's like, wow, what mom? I said, no, I don't know. I just had this dream a couple of months ago. I didn't tell him in detail because I didn't want to scare him. Mm. But I prayed for him. So I anoint him and everything. And he goes on this camp. And during the camp, while he's there, I'm praying. Because this is where God now highlighted. He took that off the shelf and he brought it to my attention. So I was praying for him the whole um, weekend. And when he came back, the Sunday, it was in church. I get a phone call from him. And he says, Mom, we're on our way. You went with a friend. And yeah. so he's on his way back. But they're just going to stop quickly at a clinic because his friend injured himself. But they'll be, they'll drop him off afterwards. Anyway, so I thought, okay, I didn't think much about it. I thought maybe just, you know, whatever. So we come home and he chats to me. And I said, oh, is your friend okay? And he mm-hmm. says, yeah, no, my friend is fine. But he shows me his hand swollen. And so when I said, well, well, what happened to you? He says, no. And anyways, he tells me the story on a bicycle and they both fell. Okay, so I left it at that. <laughs> the evening came. He comes to me, he says, I can't lie to you, mommy. This is really what happened. Huh. His friend took the car, the dad's car, to go to the shop. And as they were riding on the side of the gravel road from the camp from the mountainside the car uh, overturned an accident for sure. and they both just missed the car the car could have rolled on top of them and they were on a beach bucky so they could have fallen out oh. and i just praise god yeah at the end of the day because the lord laid it on my heart to pray for him mm. my could, child could have been dead the car could have rolled on him but both of them luckily weren't seriously injured but i think it yeah. could have been far worse than that so you know god is so faithful Very. he will lay it on your heart whether it's through a dream whether it's just a gut feel sometimes you just your kids are going somewhere i don't know about you yes, jelaine yes. where you just got this feeling something is not right yes. and I, I need to pray and then you just pray in and then you see how, how faithful god is when you get the feedback or you mm. get something. That's amazing. Um, so I've had um, occasions where I've also had that that sense of no, and I've prayed and then the plans get cancelled or something as well. Yes. Um, and then, you know, you know. Yeah. Um, but while you were speaking, mm. one of the most important aspects of prayer, which I didn't mention earlier, is the Holy Spirit. Yes. The Bible says we don't know how to pray as we should, but the Holy Spirit mm. prays within us with so groanings true. that cannot be uttered. And so we need to remain faithful in um, cultivating a relationship with the Holy Spirit. He is the counselor. He is the guide. He mm. is the one who leads us in prayer. Mm. So when we take the Bible, ask Holy Spirit, show me how to pray. Yes. Show me, give me a verse. Tell me what to do. Mm. Um, he's there. He's, you know, you can phone me, you can phone Alana, but ultimately the Holy Spirit's with you yes. right now, wherever you are. And I believe, you know, God lays it on your heart. You know, mm. when you've got to, don't have a good feel about something, you know, your children are going off somewhere or, you know, pray. Sometimes yes. you don't always know what to do, but pray, mm. even if it means to pray in the Spirit, because yes. the Spirit knows more what we should pray for. Sometimes we don't even know. We we just have to pray. But that is the power of prayer. Mm. So let us take a short break, and we're nearly at the end of the program. Thanks. 
Welcome back. This is Alana Willifee with my program called Body Matters, and I'm busy chatting to Jelaine Marie, and we've had such a beautiful conversation of praying for our children. Why is it important to pray for our children, declaring the word of God over them, petitioning for them, um, never to cease praying, keep on knocking, and what is the importance of pledging the blood of Jesus of our children's lives? So, Jelaine, we're nearly at the end of the program, and I know that you've discussed your books earlier on with us. And um, Jelaine's got beautiful children's books, especially on the armor of God, and she's got some coloring books, and some of them are even translated in Zulu and, in Afrikaans. Zulu and Afrikaans. And this is such powerful tools for our kids. And she's also got other books, but we are going to have another session on your books. <laughs> but for those of you who would like to maybe contact Jelaine or maybe even just chat about your children or how to pray or get some advice, um, Jelaine, have you got an email address where they could contact you? Yes. Um, my email address is Jelaine. I'll have to spell that. It's J-U-L-A-I-N-E at partpar, which is P-A-R-P-A-R. .co.za and um, I also have a Facebook page Julaine Marie which is my author page and if you would like to join the group praying for your children praying for our children without ceasing because we pray for one another's children um, then you are welcome to request to join and I will invite you to join us it would be lovely um, yeah Thank you so much. So if you guys want to join and participate and getting some advice and some guidelines and some beautiful encouraging um, scriptures and stuff, that is beautiful. Join the Facebook page or just email Jelaine and, and ask her if she, to put on your, on the group. Mm -hmm. And if you're interested in some of her books, it's such a beautiful way to for our children to grow, to learn, and in such a nice, beautiful, practical way with some pictures. Um, Jelaine, we are at the end of the program and I was thinking, is there a word out there that you have for our listeners, our mothers, our parents out there? Just how we just to emphasize again the importance of praying for our children. Okay. So first of all, it's never too late to start praying. Mm. If you are in a place where you haven't been praying for your children or haven't been praying from the word for your children, it's never too late to start. Amen. Even our adult children need our prayers. In fact, that's possibly often the only thing we can offer is mm. to pray for them. So, And then the other thing is it's never too early to start. So if it is on your heart to um, have a baby and you're listening to the program and you've been wondering about this or you're a children's worker, you can start praying for your children before they are conceived mm. because sure, that's God, yes, God already knows who they are. Mm. He's in their hearts. They are in his heart in heaven. And um, it's also um, important to remember that our prayers are like incense. So when you pray, your prayers rise up. The Bible says in Psalm 141, David says, let my prayers be set forth as incense before you. So as mm. we pray, it's like this beautiful incense that rises up before the throne of God. He loves it. He responds to our prayers. The Bible says so. Maybe not in our time, 
Mm. Um, but remember that thing of waiting on God. We mm. need to wait on him and keep praying. Don't give up. Knock and keep on knocking and um, and trust him. When his word says, some, says something, trust it, believe it, mm. because that is faith. And we need to pray in faith without ceasing, trusting God for the answers that we need to see mm. in our children's lives. Um. Yeah, and then I just wanted to share um, some. Can I just share some scriptures? Yes, of course. Because I, I really just feel you know the Bible's got these beautiful promises, and if you um, wonder what God's saying about your children, there are some promises that He's made to the righteous um, concerning our children. Proverbs twenty verse seven says, "The righteous man who walks in integrity and lives life in accord with his godly beliefs, how blessed." Happy and spiritually secure are his children after him who have his example to follow. Wow. And so, uh, Proverbs 11 verse 21, Assuredly, the evil man will not go unpunished, but the descendants of the righteous will be freed. Jeremiah 31 verse 16 and 17 says, Thus says the Lord, Restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work shall be rewarded, says the Lord, and your children shall return from the enemy's land. This is a beautiful verse for those Amen. who are trusting for their children's salvation. There is hope for your future, says the Lord. Your children shall come back to their own land. Amen. Amen. I claim that word. So there are many more and... Um, I would encourage you to go and look and see what does the Bible say mm -hmm. about the children of the righteous. And then you write those down and you speak them out loud, mm -hmm. pray them out loud over your family. Yes. And that other one you mentioned earlier on that was in Isaiah, I think it's 54. It says, and all your children will be taught by the Lord mm -hmm. and great will be their peace. Yes. That is such beautiful scriptures. And we can declare it because all the promises in the word of God is for us and for our children. Amen. You know, it says, it says that um, we can claim that over our children's lives. We, we speak things into existence over their lives. As mm -hmm. if they exist, and the seeds we plant will will flourish. Yes. You know, well, you were talking about waiting earlier on. As we wait upon the Lord, mm. it's like a, a farmer who plants the seeds and then he waits for the harvest. Yes, and he knows the harvest is going to come up. He just doesn't know when. when. And God promises for our children's lives are yes and amen mm. but we need to claim it stand on it believe it declare it yes. and keep on knocking there's one verse yes. here that is beautiful about speaking isaiah 59 verse 21 as for me says the lord this is my covenant with him sure the lord's made a covenant amen. with us my spirit which mm. is upon you writing the law of god on the heart and my words which I have put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouths of your true spiritual children, nor from the mouth of your children's children, says the Lord, from, from now and forever. So yes. this is a promise for many generations to come. That is beautiful. I actually thought about the scripture. I didn't oh, know where wow. it was. <laughs> Jelaine, we are at the end of the program and I could chat to you forever because I know there's so much more you could share and say about this topic. But would you end off just praying for our parents or anyone, grandparents, mothers, whoever you need, you know, needs prayer. Yeah. Um, even, even for those for those kids, I, I believe that God is, you know, wants to bring into the kingdom yes. of God. I Thank you. Sir.
Father God, thank you for this incredible presence of yours. Thank you that you are with us. Thank you that your spirit lives with us and speaks to us. Father, I pray that you'd open our ears to hear your voice speaking to us, directing us. And we would know, Father, that when you tell us to do something or pray something concerning our children, Father, that we'd be faithful to do that. And we would know, Father, that you are true to your word, that what you say is yes and amen. So I pray, Father, for parents who, whose hearts are hurting for their children. I pray, Lord, that you would comfort them. And not just comfort them, Father, but I pray, Lord, that you would give them nuggets from your word that will give them the faith to trust and believe for their children, whatever it is that they need, whether it's salvation, healing, um, deliverance, deliverance from addictions, whatever it is, Father. Father, the heart of parents for their children is the same heart that you have for us. And so, Father, I pray for these, these women and these men, these parents, these grandparents who have such a heart for their children who are suffering. And then I pray, Father, for the parents of young people, young children, toddlers, babies. Father, that they will have the strength that they need for each day and the wisdom. Father, we need your wisdom when it comes to our children. We can't, um, we can't do it without you. And so that you'd give them the wisdom and the wisdom to pray, pray into every situation and to pray for every part of their lives and to pr prophesy into their future. And Father, I thank you for the wonderful gift you've given us of prayer. Thank you that we can bring our requests before you, that they rise up as incense before your throne and that we're not praying on our own because we have the Holy Spirit here who groans within us and prays things that not even we can express with our words and we have our precious Lord Jesus in heaven who is praying on behalf of his saints so we thank you Lord that we don't pray alone it's not just us but it's you praying with us for the answers that we wish to see and father I pray that your kingdom would come that your will be done and your purpose will be fulfilled in each household who is listening in today and I pray father for your blessing on them I just declare the Lord bless you the Lord keep you the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom peace in Jesus name Amen. I just feel so strongly in my heart. If you're a parent and your children have gone off track or, you know, as Jelaine said, I just really feel in my heart that just keep on praying. Mm -hmm. Just trust God. Trust God. Don't give up on them. Just keep on praying no matter what you see with your eyes. Even if you don't see anything happening in the physical, mm -hmm. don't give up. Because God can do what you cannot do. Sometimes we can't interfere, but God can do. He can do the miracle, mm -hmm. you know, what we cannot do. So just don't, don't give up. Just keep on praying. Jelaine, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing that powerful message. I think sometimes it's just so encouraging to hear it again as a mother. Just keep on praying. Keep mm -hmm. on praying. Don't give up. Declare the word. And, um, you know, our children, just to release them in God's hands. Yes. And no matter how old they are, that we 
are there to stand, to stand the gap for them, you know, and God is faithful. So thank you so much. And I'd love to have you again to chat about your other books at (laughs) another time. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And unfortunately, to the listeners out there, it's the end of the program. And we'll meet again next Saturday at the same time from Yolanda Willifier. Have a blessed week. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.